love like yours, like a father's for us, but like no father we've ever known. Holy, wholehearted love for each of us. Lord, that we get to walk in that every day and see the way you work in our lives. What a privilege is your children. We come this morning to worship you. And we pray that as we lift you up, that you will blow your spirit through our hearts. Arise in us, we pray, that the life of your Son may live in us. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Before we get too far along this morning in our our, our usual process, uh, I, I just feel led to stop for a second. Uh, if you've been watching the news for the last several weeks, you know the level of, of carnage in our world. Uh, when I hear about people dying just because they believe in Jesus, their homes being marked for destruction, being told, follow, convert, or you'll be dead in the morning. I'm not even going to repeat the atrocities that you know are happening right now to God's people. And when one is a hundred, we all rejoice. And when one suffers, we all suffer with them. I, I don't feel led to lead a prayer. I feel led to give us just a minute of silence for your prayers to knock on the door of heaven this morning. How our Father's heart must break. Let's pray. Thank you, God, that you hear our prayers for protection, for deliverance, for your intervention. Our hearts break as your children suffer. What a a contrast, Lord, between the forces of this world and the force of heaven's love. One says, I lay my life down for you. Follow me. The other says, follow or die. Darkness and light. Father, will you somehow redeem the awfulness of this carnage and turn hearts to you? Those that experience it, 
those that observe it, those that must intervene. Father, you've always gotten a hold of the working end of crosses. But only you are, are powerful enough, holy enough, wise enough, clever enough to turn this world to yourself. We ask that your spirit intervene for us, for them, for those that would make themselves our enemies, though they're children of yours that they know not it yet. Draw us to yourself, Father, and heal us in your arms. We pray for our world. In Jesus' name, amen. We'd like to invite you to communion this morning, to partake of the very essence of God through the symbol of this meal, his very spirit among us. And we need that. Uh, we need that not just to be sustained ourselves. We need that to be what God calls us to be wherever we go. His ambassadors. Uh, I, I had one of the, uh, one of the funnest moments uh, a pastor can have this last week. Uh, at, at Aspen Creek, we had served the, the teachers breakfast. This was something that was kind, kind of asked of us at the last minute. And uh, uh, Wayne Tate and a host of volunteers pulled that together, pulled off a great breakfast. Uh, the teachers were in there buzzing with excitement about the new year overwhelmed by this generous spirit that had brought them breakfast that morning and I just got to go and kind of bring greetings in each of the rooms and I can't tell you the power of a simple greeting that says hey we just want to be your partners we appreciate what you do we want to bless you so you can bless your kids a simple little message you know preachers words for God's sakes who listens to those you know but because of the demonstration of love that had already been experienced in the room, that simple greeting brought tears. It was real. And, and our church is starting to not just fill up with love here, we're starting to pour over to places. And Aspen Creek's just one of them. Handfuls of us went in the first couple of days. You know, I just thought I was doing that 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 ceremoniously offer that a preacher does, you know, hey, and if y'all need anything, you just call on us. Hands went up. <laughs> Hands went up, and, and several teachers with their principal sitting there said, we need some help the first couple of, this is a fourth grade center. This is their first day at school. Do you have any idea the emotional wreck this place is for the first several weeks? These kids coming to school for the first time, and we're all trying to get all these fourth graders that's all that's in this building is fourth graders, right? Four-year-olds. I'm sorry. Yeah, four-year-olds. Sorry. Four-year-olds. Could you come and just help us with the kids that are having a hard time? And I said, sure. Uh, what do you do? So, you know, we put out the, the email. Handfuls of you showed up to be there that day. You were strangers to them, but you were angels in disguise. Um, I had a conflict. I couldn't even make it the first day, Thursday. But I showed up Friday morning, and I was a little apprehensive. I'm sure all of us were when we went over there. New place, new, you know, what do we do? Here I am, use me. That's kind of scary. I, I walked into the room. I was introduced to the teacher who I could tell was nervous. A preacher had just come into her classroom, you know what I mean? 
and, and kids were starting to come in, and some of them were upset when their parents left, and one of them was particularly upset, and the assistant teacher looked at me, and I looked at her, and I said, show me how. And, uh, you know, she gathered that one up in her arms, and for a four-year-old, I must look like the jolly green giant, you know? Uh, and so at first, I could tell they were a little skittish, and I got down on my knees at a table and started doing the Play-Doh drill, you know, and uh, building things with them, sitting down with them as the teacher read the story. And, and within two hours, this strange uh, giant that had entered their classroom, they had made their friend. One of them brought me a book and said, read this to me, and I opened it up. And six of them tried to crawl into my lap. And the first one into my lap was, was a little four-year-old that had eyes that were way too tired for a four-year-old. You know what I mean? I, I could sense this, this poor little girl probably has it tough. And she was the first to jump up into my lap, and as she sat there in my lap, we read the book four times. They kept wanting to read it again. And as we read through the book, I, I felt her relax back against my chest. And I felt her turn her head away from the book as if, as if to say, I just need to soak in love. And as I was reading, I just started saying, thank you, Lord. Let her know that this lap is yours, that these arms are yours. Somehow God used these, even these little moments to point past me to you. And I'm just joining in the fun with you guys. There's a reason we come for this meal. It's because we don't naturally get up on our day off and go hang out with four-year-olds. Can I admit to you that that morning when my alarm went off, there was nothing holy enough in me to want to do that? But there is something in me. It gets me up, moves me on. That there is something in me that comes alive when, when I feel myself the ambassador of God's love in my place. And every one of you are that ambassador. And every one of you have that place. And every one of you, God wants to flow through in that same way every week. And so every one of us comes to this meal thirsty saying, God, would you so love me that your love might not only be known by me, but that your love might be shown by me. Our Lord invites to his table all who love him and who earnestly repent of their sins. And on the night that Jesus gave himself up for us, he gave thanks to the Father and he broke the bread. And he said to his disciples, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you. And he gave it to his disciples. And he said, Take and drink from this. All of you. All 
of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you do it, remembering me. And so, Lord God, we remember it's not about us. It's about you, your love, your reputation, your draw to every soul that reaches out to all of us and so many more. Fill us this morning with your presence, with your love, that you might live through us, not only when we're at church, but when we are the church, wherever we are. Fill us this morning anew with your love. And may the imprint that we make wherever we go have the fingerprints, the very personality of our Lord and Savior upon it. Transform our lives, Lord God, that we might become those with that kind of transforming touch. You in us, even. The hope of glory. We feed on you. And thank you that it is your greatest delight to pour yourself out to your people. We receive you this morning. We remember you. We pray that we could embody you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Spirit. Even as your Son taught us to pray, we pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 We invite you to the grace of our Lord. Thank you.